You're listening to a very moody sports show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Brought to you by Moody and Sons Electric. For any intellectual needs, call Moody and Sons at 864-478-4328. That's 864-478-4328. It will make it shit. Come on, let's play. That's good shit. I like that. I like it. Welcome to the jam. Um, you said, are we are we live? I mean, the, yeah, the mics are going. Okay, so we started the mics. So news I saw today. Never start a mic without telling people, but yeah, I started. Well, well, the thing is, I can either get pretty, pretty, pretty. Uh, I'm politically correct all the time, so. Gotta watch no difference for a live mic time. all the time. We yeah. need a lot. I've still got to get the live side in studio. That lights so, up. Some people like having a live mic on them at all times. I'm one of those people with. I would prefer to have like theme music playing behind me at all times. Like, what about you? Have you ever thought about what song you wanted to be your theme song? For a while, it was for me. At one point in my life, I wanted it to be Wild Cherry. Play that funky music, white boy, wherever I was. That's that's a good one. I like that. But then at some point, I I really like humming the uh, secret agent man in my head. That's a good one. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, I like that. That's good. I'm dun, a bare necessities dun, dun. guy, but I don't know the words really. It's and I just hit you. See, I'll hit you with that. And then I got nothing. It's so I'll hit you with a simple bass line off something, of there. A little boom, something. boom, boom, boom. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, bare necessities, but it has a fat bass line. Like a fat, fat bass line for sure. Um, I do this a lot. The Star Wars, it's a episode one. It's like the droid battles. It's a. Oh, yep, 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 absolutely. Whenever you're in an intense situation somewhere, it always improves it. I mean, Jeopardy, anytime you're waiting on something, Jeopardy theme, that happens, right? Oh, yeah, Jeopardy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I feel like Jeopardy themes probably everybody on Earth is using that. Yeah, most people use that one. Um, Man, man. I like Mission Impossible. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, yeah. I've seen. Um, was never a big fan of Mission I've never Impossible. Impossible. You never seen it, and this leads me back to my what I want to start the pod with. That's when I when I asked you, are we live? Is because did you see another movie I haven't seen, just like Mission Impossible? White men can't jump, which is a classic. I haven't seen it. It's a classic. I haven't seen it. By the way, welcome to a very moody sports show. I'm Daniel Moody. This is Zach Whitton. White Man Can't Jump is a classic I haven't seen. And uh, I haven't seen it either. They're remaking it with Jack Harlow. So another thing about Jack Harlow. I saw him in the All-Star Celebrity Game. I don't know his music. I know he's pretty big. I know he's unathletic, judging by the uh, All-Star appearance. But also, uh, come on, man. You don't have to remake every movie, especially... What seems to be a downgrade from Woody Harrelson? Are you a big Jack Harlow fan? Am I? I'm be honest, Zach. I just learned that Jack Harlow made music. <laughs> Unless Jack Harlow is actually named Jack White in his. I mean, if it's Jack White, then I know Jack Harlow, but no, I don't know Jack. Harlow. Jack White's a rock. Yeah, so Jack Harlow is not a Jack rocker, Harlow's not the same person. Okay, so then I did not know Jack Harlow was a person that made music at all. Then no, I did not. I feel old. I feel like I should know that as I'm 25, but like I feel like I don't. I 
I'm old, I guess. Are we old? Uh, We're old-ish. But anyways. Jack Harlow. Jack Harlow. If you know Jack Harlow music, let us know. Like, what's a big song by him? <laughs> I'll look it up and see if I like I it. I think he has many big songs. I mean, he, uh, I think he has collabs with, like, Travis Scott and stuff. Everybody collabing nowadays. So, Zach... We got some NBA to talk about. There's a triumph preseason game that didn't go great, depending on who you talk to on the pod. Um, and then, I mean, you know, we got. I have a, I have a new show I want to talk about as well that I've started watching a little bit of. Anyways, NBA's at your Hornets. Big game last night. Big win, one nineteen to pretty dumb, like ninety three. Against the Cavs, big time, big win. And the Cavs, a lot, a big surprise in the Eastern <laughs> Conference at this point. I do believe they're in like the top five. Very large. Um, Evan Mobley, <clears throat> one of the best rookies. Um, also, I mean, you got Jared Allen, Darius Garland. They're great young team, prime for a LeBron return, for he can wreck their roster, <laughs> and uh, they win a title. But. Uh, Besides that, Hornets one and one since the All Star break. That was a good dub. Needed it. Isaiah Thomas out of nowhere been on the team for twenty four hours. It I watched that game until I knew it was a blowout and I had to get some shut eye. But it missed every shot up until I quit watching. But uh, then he went on for fourteen. No, uh, it was a uh, ten points in fourteen minutes. I yeah. think. And uh, yeah, I mean, he made a three cool. He had a couple something. turnovers when I was watching as well, but it was his first minutes on this 10-day contract, what you expect. Settled in, got 10 points. Just went off in the G League. But, uh, it was like a flashback <laughs> to whatever – what was the year he was with the Celtics flashing? He like averaged that. 31. Was it, that was like 2016, 2015 maybe. The Celtics have been through some point guards since then. Kimba, Kyrie, IT. Uh, you know, yeah, they got now uh, Schroeder maybe. They had Rozier for a little bit. Yeah, they scary. were playing Rozier, scary, scary Terry, the then dished him out with the Hornets. Now, Terry had a good game. All right, Terry is easily top ten dribbler in the league. I'm willing to put the top five dribbler. All right, do you have top five off the dome? Yeah, I just got to pull it out of my. I just got to think about it for a second. Well, you got to flip to it in the notebook well, of the top five list notebook. Where I put it in the notebook. See, that's the thing is we both have notebooks of top five lists that we're already ready with, but you got to find it in the notebook. So it's taking a second. Zach building, making sure we got the list. Also, sometimes you find it. He's now found it. Sometimes you find the list. You got to update the list real quick because, like, you know. You haven't seen the list in a few years. Haven't seen the list in a few months. Maybe it's changed. We're going to talk about Jaw at one point. Jaw coming in out of nowhere right now in this league, looking like an MVP possibly. It's sort of ridiculous. All right, I got my list. Zach, top five. Okay, maybe bias. NBA dribblers. Number five. Well, Mellow Ball. Like, come on. What sound did you just press? The cheer. Oh, great. <laughs> Number four. Terry Rozier. Back-to-back Hornets on the list. Who the thought? I told you Terry was... It was a little Terry, biased. I told you Terry was on the list. It's no, already a little biased. I didn't know when I was on the list until I pulled it out, but Terry's on the list. And then uh, number three, James Harden. 
I mean, like, come on, dude. He can, like, literally dribble anywhere and not get traveled. Or... James Harden and Joel Embiid <laughs> playing the pin, the, just the stripe game at this point. Go to the charity stripe every single play. It's crazy. Yeah, so... Offensively uh, I, efficient, though. I don't know if you saw this. Do you see the all-time three-pointers list? So, no, obviously, Steph is number one. Number two, Ray Allen. Number three, Reggie. We all know how that goes. But James Harden, I don't know if he broke it last night. He might have. James Harden's almost number three already. <clears throat> He's only 400 back of Steph. He's got like 2,553. Steph has a little bit over 3,000. James Harden, for a stretch from like 2014 to 2020, I mean, especially 2014 to 2018, the man got buckets, y'all. Especially, the yeah. The man got Kobe type buckets. Those MVP Stretches. years were crazy. He dude. was dropping 50 once a week. Casual. 50 back-to-back a couple times for sure. Yeah. yeah. James Harden, definitely ridiculous. Number three, NBA dribbler. Number two. Number two. Um, <clears throat> you can kind of toss up, trade one for two. I'm going to get controversial. I'm going to get controversial. Two's Kyrie Irving. Okay, so Kyrie, obviously, Uncle Drew, point guard. I'm going to – I'm going to – I'm going to – Use the variables availability and uh, I'm gonna use championships as my defining factors here for why Kyrie's number two. Dan, guess who's number one? Uh, Steph, probably. Yeah, <laughs> Dan's doppelganger, <laughs> Steph Curry. My look alike. I don't know if you've seen Dan, you may, if you haven't yet, you may soon potentially. But he looks just like Steph Curry. we got to get you a Steph Curry jersey for week one. And a fade, you look just like I him. swear it's just a Halloween costume in the lading. Or an everyday attire. <laughs> <laughs> if you look like Steph Curry, what NBA player do I look like? Is there a red-bearded NBA That's player? That's what I was just trying to think. A red beard. A red-bearded like NBA player. Like a four or five in the NBA red beard. I mean, if you let me go gray a little bit, I may have a little Kevin Love in me. Maybe. I could see. I, the Kevin Love is a I good thing. And Love. I will say, you're a stretch four. Like, that's the legit as hell. You're a stretch four. You want to know who I play like. It's Kevin Love mixed with Dirk and LeBron. Well, runners, dude. <laughs> the runner is deadly. Zach has a runner that's more deadly than anything. I've practiced Dirk shot a lot. I wanted to talk about Dirk this spot too. So, uh, what were we talking about, Dirk? Pre-play? Dirk, he was interviewed on the Dan Levitard show. Clearly, Dan Levitard fans here. But anyways, uh, yeah, you were talking about that, and uh, we started talking about Dirk and your love for Dirk as a child. The love. couple. <clears throat> so I didn't like Dirk as a child. Child, who was my favorite basketball player growing up? Oh man, mom got me and my brother jerseys, NBA jerseys. So. We're from the South, right? Like, South Carolina, there's no NBA team near here. I guess we're outlawed, like, outstretched Hornets territory. Or Hawks, Hawks, whichever you prefer. But definitely smack dab in the middle of two different teams. Not one in our state. Mom got me and my brother Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan jerseys as kids. Those are good. You had the Kobe, right? I think I had the MJ. You had the MJ. I had okay. the, but I was really small, so I grew out of it quick. But I definitely had a black MJ jersey, and my brother had a Kobe jersey. And then uh, I think I got a Shaq jersey eventually. So Lakers and Bulls effect in South Carolina. That's cool, right? But, I mean, we were 
He was born 92, I'm born 95. What do you expect? It's perfect time it's for Michael that. freaking Jordan. It was the perfect time. And I've him. said before on the pod, my first year watching was Wizards, Michael Jordan. I full-on remember watching NBA on TV, Michael Jordan. Dude, not That's like 2001, 2002. I'm like six, seven years old. But we about that life. Ball is life. Established way long ago. But then I did uh, – the Bobcats were awful. But I did like Dirk about middle school. Middle school, I started appreciating the, the playoff runs, <clears throat> dude. I mean, playoff runs, seven foot tall shooter. He's basically the best tallest shooter, first one ever, best European player ever. I didn't really care how much he was European. That's cool, I guess. But dude, giving people fits on one leg, fading away, splash. Well, and what he did in the two thousand eleven championship when they won it mm-hmm. was super impressive the fact that the man took on three <clears throat> a th- a th- a th- a what is the first super team basically and mm-hmm. beat them single-handedly and also partially because uh lebron james scared to post up jj berea but you know happens but, but yeah what i remember Dirt, from that, i, I see like- i remember that was probably one of the first <laughs> nba like Series like suit championship, uh, you know, finals. I remember watching myself. That was freshman year of high school for us, 2011. Wow, mm-hmm. but uh, I remember I was sitting at a lunch table with uh, a few people, and I look, people were talking about who was going to win the finals. And I think it was either right when the playoffs started, maybe before the playoffs, but uh, people were arguing the heat, <clears throat> and I remember now. It's going to be the Mavericks. <laughs> the Mavericks are going to win the finals. And I had a guy across the table, Dwayne, he agreed with me. And we were the two standalone. The Mavericks were going to win the finals because of dirt. And it, and and so it came to pass. And what a finals for Dirk. Anyways, yes, I had a jersey. And I've seen Dirk live drop 30 points on my home team, Hornets. So I think I had a Dirk jersey on under my Hornets gear. I don't know. I might not have done it, but I think I did. That's fandom fire. Uh, I Zach, what do you think about this John Morant? This John MVP. Morant guy. I don't know if he's MVP now. It seems so. It seems the Grizz that is good. The Grizz are the Memphis Grizzlies. They're very good. They got uh, flexed into NBA primetime spot against the Spurs. Uh, flexed out the Heat and Celtics game. And Ja Morant, I like that word flex. That's what you do. They we're get flex, flexed out. We're flexing they, you in and out. They man. get flexed out. Get flexed in. But buns uh, and pies. they <laughs> the buns and pies. And uh, <laughs> Ja Morant delivered going into the prime time spot. Hits with probably the best dunk of the year. Caught a large body mm. from distance. It was crazy. If you haven't good seen good dunk, good dunk. So does his size just make it better? It does. It absolutely does. The athleticism. It's not that much better than any other poster. Like that Anthony Edwards dunk last year. That's what I was just thinking. This is comparable to it. That Anthony Edwards dunk last year was something basketball fans. We haven't seen that. Like a man take off and land and fly like that. That shit was. I swear this y'all was just about That, that. That was crazy. It was Here's wild. the thing about Yaw that I'm happy about. Or Jaw. 
Yeah, I'll um, get it right. But uh, he was having all these highlights on near misses for like the last year or two. Like he's actually making some of these dunks now. Yeah, it's great because I'm predicting that uh, Yah is gonna lose some athleticism. I mean, you see what happened to Russell. Westbrook. I think that's a great but comparison to the analytics, which I haven't seen, haven't researched. I've heard he's a better shooter, he's more efficient, better shooter for sure. He did drop a fifty McBurger. I think I think he's a comp, great comparison to Russ because it's the same style athleticism where it's just pure explosion at the basket. People say D Rose. D Rose is. I think that's fair. D-Rose, that D Rose cha- uh, MVP season. I think if you look at. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, but maybe even more explosive than that. You know, I'm better taller. dunker than I'm that. I'm taller than Do- Donovan Mitchell. Really? The spider's good. I love Donovan Mitchell. But foot. I'm at like a six foot and three quarters. But yeah, I think and two, I don't I even not have that balance. The, the the play that the dunk that he had wasn't even probably his highlight play that I think sort of helped his ah. MVP candidacy. You saw the last play. Everybody's slobbing on this last play. That was Zach. You're talking about the the Anthony Edwards dunk being something we haven't seen in the NBA. Zach, I literally can tell you, absolutely guaranteed, every year I've seen the NBA, the, the I've never seen somebody be in midair off a full-court pass shot bucket. That happens all the time! I, mid-air? Do, he was mid-air full-court. That was crazy. Yes, that was dramatic. Crazy. That was dramatic. <laughs> there is... Crazy shit that happens on the last second of every game. I swear. Fair. If, you, if you watch 82 games, which I do for some reason for the Charlotte team, and you watch the end of games, it is storybook shit every single time. It is it is a beautiful sport in the way that things go down. They go horribly right, horribly wrong, very quickly. And dramatic plays. Like, there's a couple Jeremy Lamb like replay <laughs> from like four years ago against the Raptors. Jeremy Lamb plays. He, had, he, he literally had two buzzer beaters against the uh, Raptors in the same season. One of them was a ball that dribbled. He just grabbed, turned around from behind half four, flips it, shoots it 60 feet in the air in the middle of the Toronto arena. 60 feet away, splashes it. Arena, everyone's hands dropped. Like that's amazing. Like that Yabrant plays cool, but that's just keeping your, that's not giving up on a play. I love it. I love it. But we play 42 in the gym. It's tits, dude. It's like, athletic. It. It's great. That was athletic. But everyone is a little too hot on Yamarant. I love it. Maybe it's the lack of Zion that's doing this. But y'all's great. I'm not trying to diminish. I, I think but it's, that play is cool. That play is cool and all. But the dunks, I mean, a more athletic display. I don't I will, know. He's I will, a baller. He's a ball. He's what a ball. Want, I, I will agree with you that I think it's being slightly blown out of proportion. It, it's, I was sort of being humorous in the idea of the MVP talk because, like, mm-hmm. we are at the point in the NBA season where if you have a 50-point game, it may be MVP season for this guy, you know? Yeah. Like, we just – two weeks ago, it was DeMar DeRozan because look at the the, the, the streak of Ro- games he put together. Then you got, obviously, the Joker who's had a ridiculous season. Yeah, people all over. Lakers, LeBron, not in that category. Looking like there's a lot of issues. Averaging 29 a game. Averaging 29, but doesn't look like the man's going to be there much longer. Do you think he's getting traded? It's there's a lot of stuff happening. LeBron deleting tweets. My favorite 
from prior to the season. My, my favorite hypothetical was Steph Curry, LeBron, Bronny at uh, the Warriors. But Steph Curry's coming to Charlotte, so I don't know what that means. Bronny and LeBron to the Charlotte? I mean, obviously. It's all LeVar's vision. <laughs> uh, I, Zach, as an NBA fan, a Hawks fan, disappointed in my Hawks. Ice Trey the game, dude. Ice Trey has good to play tonight with a bum ankle coming off the Celtics game, but man, blew a like 20-point lead against the Celtics. We were dominating them and just completely fell apart. And uh, Celtics have a good defense. That's fair. Their defense definitely came in and played well. But like it's and we were on the road. I will say we beat the we you know of the four games this season we played them. They that was the first they got the win in. But disappointed by the loss, just the fact that we fell apart like that. Um, a lot of injuries right now for the Hawks, though. We need to get people back. John Collins not healthy. Missing Cam um, Reddish. Cam bit. Reddish is gone. I, dude, I was. I said when we traded him. I think I said it on the pod. It's number eight overall. Pick. I was sad that we traded Cam, and it doesn't look. I don't know if it's really going to work out for him with the Knicks. Honestly, like they're waiting on Zion to get there. I mean, if that are. happens, Zion may. Zion it takes a couple years. Look do you, at Kawhi. Do you think takes... Zion's out of the Pelicans? Yes. Yeah, the man's unhappy, clearly, not showing up. But the last time he played a game? I, yeah, that's I don't know. I can't tell you. Stop yelling at me. <laughs> um, so, NBA, it's good stuff. We're getting right there in the end of the season, right there into the point where we're – I'm so excited for the playoffs. I love playoff basketball, man. Good stuff. And then March Madness coming around the corner. Around the corner. We're gonna to have to fill out some brackets. I'm excited about that. You know, we'll we'll, we'll talk some bracket. Is bracket a good word for you or a bad connotation word for you? Is that like a? Because like it gives me, it makes me think of like like oral braces and stuff is what it makes me think of. Like brackets. no, I didn't have bra- braces, so I don't like even know if there's brackets. No, in the no mouth, issue, but, uh, no issue there. I love a bracket. I love I love narrowing down to two potential winners and choosing the best of some category, yeah, just like we did with the Batman's great ones. The new one's got good rotten. I am excited. I hope to go see it here soon. Robbie Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. I, I, dude, apparently they have done really well, and it's a more of the darker style Batman movie is what I've heard. Because we're dark. We like it. We're dark and moody. I'm Batman. Anyways, uh, you get the white. You get the white. (laughs) The face black. The red. Go dogs, man! They're salty bunch. Win the championship. Wow. Salty championship. Still national, champions, Still national champions. Also, MLB season fails to start on opening day. Sad day. Damn, Rob Manford looking th- slightly happy. I don't know. It was a weird press conference. Him looking a little happy. Not really sad or worried about the fact that they're not starting. But... I'm jovial about it because shout out the Braves, still World still Series champs. champions, riding a that high, baby. Because while you were talking about Robert, <laughs> I was like, we're still champions. 
<laughs> like exactly right, man. Let it, ride. Let it ride. If we ain't got a season, Freddie back Freeman to back, baby. That's also another thing. We can play this Freddie Freeman game even longer. I'm down with him not signing. Freddie, all the hugs. Come back. Question. We're gonna Moody Sports is now starting. Bring Betty, Freddie back. Bring trend. Betty White. <laughs> bring Betty. No, no, too soon. I'm so sad. Refs and well, I mean, if we wait Freddy much longer, on. it's not gonna happen. Freddie, come back to us, please. Um, Freddie, come back. Freddie, come back. Ooh, all right. Oh, I don't. We gotta careful. But this is weird. So dangerous. <laughs> Always looking for a suing, a lawsuit here potentially. Anyways, I wrote that myself. <laughs> Fresh off the dome. Freddie, come back. Um, triumph, Zach. Or not your Clemson so Tigers. It's not so triumphant unless you are your Clemson Tigers and their triumphant victory 2-0. Although, one of them free kick that I would say I thought was maybe outside the box, but obviously. Officiating. Officiating. the home team. Hey, it's preseason for the officiating crew as well. But the, the officiating did not determine the triumph losing for sure because the triumph shanked. What could have been like six goals directly in front of the box, or the goal is very unfortunate. Here's the thing: it, it, you'd love to put it top corner. You love to put some sauce on. Keep it on the ground. Shoot it. Hey, listen. Maybe sometimes you roll it super slow because the goalie's not even expecting it. How about you put the put the ball in the basket? Mm. Biscuit and basket. Ball. This in the is net. coming from a fan who drinks beer at every event that you play. That's fair. Um. Good time, though. Went down to Clemson, had a nice little lunch, hung out. Oh, yeah. S.O. Well, S.O. Went down to Triple T's, I do believe it was, and grabbed a oh, brew. Wow. And uh, wow. good stuff, man. Fun $1 time. One dollar pernicious. Oh, my God. Revolutionary. <laughs> we were sitting at the booth, the only booth in the entire building that has a small TV with grainy basketball footage. It's all the end of the Michigan State Shout game. Shout out Michigan basketball. State game. It was good stuff. Um, so, yeah. But, God, the grainy. I love the grainy TV in the booth so you can watch it. Um, we're sitting there watching that with Surrounded Andy. Surrounded by 70-inch. Ultra, uh, ultra 4K <laughs> HD Super TV, whatever. We forgot about the booth. Um, we're sitting there drinking the brew, having a good time, and we look over the sign that catches Zach eye, Zach's eye, and then as we are looking at it, a guy walks in and he catches the sign, and we're all four staring at the sign. Wait, does that say one dollar per inch? That was the exact question Zach asked me. I, I looked said, over. <laughs> and he, he he confirmed it for us. He even looked at us all, threw up the pernicious, and said, It's true. It's true. Kurt Angle, it's true. Oh my. Oh, it's true. <laughs> oh my. It was fantastic. Zach took advantage. You think we get in trouble for playing the Kurt Angle theme? Ah, uh, probably. Right. Get in trouble for everything nowadays. All right, well, I won't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, the game was fun. I am excited about the team. They did have some good plays and strung together some good stuff. Um, and I think a lot of the stuff that we saw that were somewhat of issues with the missing goals and stuff can potentially be cleaned up. That being said, we also didn't see like the full starting lineup. You'd saw a mixed new match of played people. Saw faces. some trial lists out there. Um, but yeah. Overall looked good. Do believe Noah Frank or Frankie? I don't know if we match. Don't. Oh, dude, dear lord, we kept saying it. 
preseason scrimmage. Calm down. down. Do believe Noah Frank may have broken or hurt a wrist of some sort, left the game, came back, went in a sling. So, you know, three more preseason games, and I repeat, preseason games don't get injured. Clemson ain't playing for six months or whatever. They're we're getting banged up. We got one month till we start. Guys, stay healthy through the preseason, please. Simmer down. Simmer down. Settle down. Paul, stop yelling so much. You're not gonna have a voice for the games. Jesus, it's preseason, guys. Man, Come on. If I had a nipple for every time Paul talked. <laughs> he was. I swear it. He was sitting next to me. Is how clear he was right there. <laughs> would have definitely so. paid for the. And you know, I'll pay. I'd go back to the game. I'd pay face value for another ticket. It was free. <laughs> anyway, it's ruined the jokes. Um, Zach, uh, you got anything else? Disc golf. Oh, I said we. I wanted to talk a little disc golf just because I enjoy it. Something I do, but there little, is professional disc golf. A little, obviously, a little, a little, a little PG. P D D G A P P D G A. There you go. A little P D G A tour. Yep. Pro Disc Golf Tour started this weekend. Las Vegas Challenge. Drew Gibson gets the victory. Shout out Drew Gibson. Okay. Zach doesn't know. Shout out Drew Gibson. That's my guy, right? Although, dude, it's the way he. It's the way when he throws the disc. So, so Drew Gibson gets the win. Big shout out to Drew Gibson. This is a guy that goes out there and does not throw backhand typically, or forehand doesn't throw Whoa. it forehand doesn't, yeah. which is very uncommon. A lot of people you got to typically utilize forehand it's for the it's for the it's for, for, for the draw for the ability to f- make it go out fall out to the right rather than left. Exactly, you get it. Um, so yeah, Drew Gibson able to go out there and get a win in a I playoff game. Golf. It's it's great. It was a fun fun tournament to watch. Enjoyed watching it. Catch them on YouTube. This is going to be the next couple like I think twenty twenty something weeks or so of uh, disc golf. Be in Rock Hill at one point. Is there a purse on these events? Yeah, purses, dude. And the purses at this point have gotten big. Like there's so they're the 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 disc golf is a massively growing sport, and uh, the purses have now gotten up to like well above fifty thousand dollars and. Ooh. The companies, like disc companies and uh, like other like bag companies and stuff, Anova Disc is a big company, Dynamic Disc. These are all companies. Dynamic Disc just signed Ricky Wysocki. He is a pro disc golfer out of South Carolina, actually. I think he's like Conway, something like that, South Carolina. Um, Ricky Wysocki just signed with Dynamic Disc for like $4 million. So like there's – big contracts getting in disc golf now like disc golf is a legitimate thing like and i think i think it's something in the next five years you could potentially see in like olympics because it does fit into olympic style sports uh and then like also i think you could see like with the idea that a lot of streaming services are trying to pick up sports like the WNBA live sports, live sports sports are literally the only thing that typically can pull somebody to the TV to catch like a live event, not like, you know, catch this episode of this new show. Like you catch that whenever you want on a streaming service. 
um, without commercials and stuff. So we're talking about live PD, like live live pro disc golf, could be something people are getting into. Just like the WNBA's contract is going to be up with ESPN soon. Don't be stunned when you see the WNBA pool massive contract here soon, television wise. Just because they're going to probably go to a private streaming service. And that streaming service is going to pay a good bit of money because, like, even if it's a small group of people watching, you can get a good subscriber base just by pulling in one sport. And so, like, I think pro disc golf could fall under that category in the next five years or so. So, pro disc golf, check it out on YouTube. It's uh, PDGA is their channel. Um, it's fun stuff, man. I enjoy the coverage a lot. Um, and typically, you get like the four o'clock or so. Uh, start for the men's and noon to one o'clock start for women's um it's cool stuff uh before we get out of here zach you got hbo max you you got you hbo guy youtube premium youtube premium only okay through youtube except Watch HBO. Can't watch <laughs> HBO shows. <laughs> uh, I can watch a YouTube video on how to watch. All about somebody talking about the HBO I shows. Can get the full synopsis of almost anything. Um, I just found a just started watching a show recently on HBO called uh, The Righteous Gemstones. It is a Danny McBride uh, produced show. Has him. Uh, Adam Devine and John Goodman as oh, the leading the, characters. The pre- the pre- yes, it's like it's very much a satire built show, but it's built around the idea of mega churches that have that are you know taking advantage of the idea of like consistent donations and things like that. And like it's a very fun show to watch. And the it's well written. The humor's very obviously with Danny McBride, well done and clever. So. That is a show, if you haven't seen it, if you have HBO, I would suggest check it out. Righteous Gemstones, very funny, um, very intriguing show. Uh, but, Zach, anything else before we get out of here? Um, I can play a couple Sublime songs on guitar now. Really? Bad Fish sounds pretty good. Oh, dude! God, I, you can hit me with Bad Fish played, now? That's played, probably my favorite played Sublime played song. I Led Zeppelin, Whole Lot of Love. I sound pretty good singing Whole Lot of Love. I'm just gonna be honest. I don't know if it's easy to like impersonate that like sound because there's like a band now that's getting hate because they're doing the the Led Zeppelin sound. He's like a he's a modern guy. I have not heard about this. He's a big deal. You see it it's like the Jack Harlow situation. (laughs) Who? Who Who is this guy? Led Zeppelin? Jack Harlow? There's a guy there's a guy band that sounds like Led Zeppelin and they're getting hated on because they're just like they're copying Led Zeppelin. Because you know that sound. It's just like the, the voice. He's trying to tap into the nostalgia factor somewhat, I bet. He wants the every and nostalgia sells nowadays. Well, so Well besides that, you know, drink some coffee, not too much. Uh, Dan, Have a good week. Dan, you gotta start cutting grass soon. We set clocks back this week. Uh, do we set a clock it's back? It's the thirteenth, I think. So oh my god, days. I'm so excited. Big big news. Big times here on the uh planet Earth. Uh even though it's flat. Daylight savings, although not for everybody, depending on where you're listening to, you know, where you're listening this show, this episode at. You see Ben Franklin's getting canceled, right? No. 
I did not. Of daylight savings getting canceled. Well, I guess we may all just be done with daylight savings as well. Who knows? All the founding fathers are getting canceled. What are we gonna do with Mount Rushmore? That's for somebody bigger than me to figure out. So do you fill it in, or do I'm, you do you carve more? I'm not a Mount Rushmore. Have you? I, I've never been to Mount Rushmore. I mean, um, I haven't either, but I know what it is. I know what. <laughs> I wasn't implying I didn't know what it was. Obviously, I know what Mount Rushmore is. But do you think they'll just put a tarp over it when they're canceled, or they'll just or, turn it into advertising and they'll have a big billboard? Or do we like just blow up one face? Just well, I think they're all getting canceled. They're all done. I mean, oh just think about it, dude. Washington had slaves. Uh. We're coming off President's Day not long ago. We're canceling presidents. Abe Lincoln, dude, he's been canceled for some reason, I'm sure. (laughs) And then uh, Teddy. Teddy's great, but we can find something. I mean. And then uh, who's the fourth? Is it Thomas Jefferson? I think it's Thomas Jefferson up there. I don't know, He got slaves too, so cancel. Zach, why are we talking about Mount Rushmore? Guilty. <laughs> I guilty. don't like it. Guilty. Everybody's guilty. guilty. So, Dan, I want your top four replacement <laughs> list for Mount Rushmore. For Mount Rushmore. My Mount Rushmore. For American Mount Rushmore. icons, regardless of affiliation. Ah, see, that's what we should do. We should try to find that. Just yeah, random rapid icons. fire, though. So rapid four. fire. Number yeah. four. I'm <laughs> going to go with uh, John Mellencamp. Whoa! <laughs> Betty White, number three. Oh wow, first woman on the list. I mean, dude, she's iconic. We need she needs a statue at this point, right? We need a Betty White statue somewhere. Yeah. Um, number three, Zach Whittington. What? Two number threes? No. <laughs> There's only four on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> number three, but number two at the same time. And number one, Daniel Moody. Woo! This is going to be when me and you have become the greatest podcast on the planet Earth. We just edged out um, Rock <laughs> and... Uh, I would assume Rock and Kevin Hart at one point are going to drop a podcast, and it'll dominate for a while. Oh, wow. Until we take over. Dan, you have... <laughs> you, you literally skipped us to <laughs> Mount Rushmore. Like, we are above Muhammad Ali. Like, we're above, like... I was going to say Jack Black. Oh, uh, I just started following his YouTube channel. Good stuff, man. Really? Yeah, great stuff. Good news. Love the YouTube channel like for Jack, Jack Black. Black. Jack Black, Tenacious D. Check him out if you haven't. You suck. You suck. You suck. Thank you for listening to A Very Moody Sports Show with Daniel Moody and Zach Whittington. Stay tuned next week for more hot takes and good predictions. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and follow on Apple iTunes and Spotify, A Very Moody Sports Show. And also on social media, Moody Sports Page. That's M-O-O-D-Y Sports Page, all one word, on social media See you next week, guys.